On today's show, we react to the NFL draft, the Lions picks. We have new music. We have a new top five uh, movie trailer review and some other stuff we're going to get to and a new segment on today's show. The only thing that's different is Martin Moritz's face is fatter. Hold up, Mike. I got to catch my breath, Mike. I do like chicken sandwiches. Well, who else would you have on the cover of Playboy these days, right? See if, see, see if you can polish this term. I'm, I'm trying to be positive here, uh, Jake. Oh, Jake is also available for anniversaries and birthday parties. Take- oh, I thought you were going to tell me treat him like cats and spray him with a water bottle. <laughs> no, no. Not enough money behind this podcast to get him on here. Because <laughs> it's not the kids' fault they're shitheads. It's not. <laughs> It's the parents. Well, the parents are shitheads, too. Dude, why are you talking shit? Have you won anything? No. Because... Shut the fuck up. Wait, nobody ever said there was a plot to ramble. <laughs> Delete your account, go back to bed, cry for a couple of days, and reflect <laughs> on what you're actually going to do with your life. Welcome, everyone, to the ADG Podcast. So fantastic to speak with you again. I'm Darren. He's Jacob. Uh, before we get into it, we want to give a big shout out and thank you to all the frontline workers, all everyone battling COVID nineteen on the front line. On the front lines, we thank you for all your service and everything you do. Please stay safe, and uh, we hope that this will all pass very soon. So, right. Big and shout until out. That, exactly. Big shout out to everybody on the front lines. And until then, we will be your entertainment as <laughs> yes. usual. If you exactly. want it or you don't want it, we'll still be here. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so let's get into it. And Jake, we just went through our first ever sports draft that was completely 100% virtual. It was uh, the, the NFL draft just completed this past weekend uh, where it was from round one to round seven. Every every picked was done through a webcam skype whatever they use to uh, make their selection you know and, and overall i have to say it went pretty smooth pretty well for yeah, having, yeah. you're right yeah for, for for having all the amount of people on like you know communicating and and, and talking with one another and then getting you know those players that were just drafted on i, I thought it went pretty smooth obviously there was a couple, you know, glitches here and there, but obviously, but I think they, I think it made the draft more enjoyable where, where you don't have to be in a, in a crowded bar or, or, uh, or, or like a, a ballroom or something where you can just be on the couch with your family and loved ones and uh, just watch, you know, all these dreams come true for all these young players. You know what? I, th- I think this is uh, probably better because yeah. everybody, you can see into the war room for all the uh, coaches. You can see uh, Bill Belichick's dog picking, um, <laughs> yes. picking his players. Uh, yes. You know, it, it, it was actually a pretty cool environment because every time you saw a, a team, I'm sure they'd a little smooth it out if they want to do it again. You can see sure. the, you know, the coaches and mm-hmm. and the um, the general managers and what and the owners where mm-hmm. you know on, on their yachts, for example. Um, See in their point of view, and if, they, if when this ends, and let's say next year, they could probably do the same thing. It's sure. just into actual war rooms, and you're uh-huh. right; the players can actually stay at home and enjoy it with their family. Sure, but no, better, better for better for the TV ratings. That's for sure. Well, and it's yeah. way more interesting. Oh, interesting. With, without a doubt, especially when it comes to like. You know, seeing the general managers and the coaches with their kids nearby, you know, and actually yep. getting a firsthand experience to see what their, their 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 dad actually does, you know, when it comes to like changing these players' lives forever, you know, it it, it it's it was quite something to see uh, yes. and all that. Yes, but was. but Jake, let's get down to it. And obviously, if if you guys uh, happen to tune in on. Uh, Last Thursday, we did a live reaction to the Lions' first round pick. We did the first oh, yeah. ten picks of the draft. Uh, everything pretty much went as the the mock drafts uh, aficionados predicted. Uh, the, you know, one and two uh, went the same. And Detroit, I know me and Jake were hoping that they would would trade back, or or Jake would uh, want Tua, but uh, neither of those things happened, and they went with. Uh, what everyone predicted, and they took uh, cornerback 
uh, Jeff uh, Jeff Okuda out of Ohio State with a third overall pick. I, I obviously we weren't thrilled about it, but we weren't too upset about it. You're still getting the best cornerback uh, in the draft, so you know that that's someone that can help your team right away. So true. So Jake, so Jake, initial thoughts on when that first happened, when uh, the Lions selected Okuda. Oh. Lived, I think our, our, our reaction live was good. Um, I hated it. Uh, there's a lot of better options. It doesn't make your team better. It just keeps it the same. And with the first pick, yeah. this is what we're talking about. The first right. pick keeps it the same. It doesn't make the team better. You know, yeah. and, and it's a, it was a case of up and downs throughout the draft for me. It was a lot of highs and a lot of lows. This started off on the low for me personally. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it got better, obviously, because when we finished our um, – our first round there alive, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I, was, I wasn't, I wasn't uh, too happy with this pick. I think that they could have done better, could have gotten more, right. but they didn't. But on day yeah. two, I, the first pick on day two, um, their second pick it made me happy. Yeah. But, but, but before we get into that, I, I just want to get your thoughts on one of the Lions division, division rivals, the Green Bay Packer, shocking mm. everyone surprising everyone and pretty much taking a major shot at Aaron Rodgers and drafting quarterback Jordan Love uh, in the in the first round was I wasn't expecting that obviously no one was expecting that and Rodgers uh, obviously he's been you know so great for so many years but you know when that happened it caught everyone off guard uh, but interesting fact that Aaron Rodgers is uh, was the same age when uh, as uh, he was the same age as Brett Favre when they drafted Aaron Rodgers to eventually replace Brett Favre. Is this what they do in Green Bay? Are they so far advanced where they're not even concerned about winning the division anymore because they know it's either going to be them or Minnesota in the division yes. where they can where they can go draft uh, their quarterback of the future and still be competitive. Uh, uh, in the upcoming season. See, Darren, that's the difference between uh, good clubs and bad clubs <laughs> like we have uh, here uh, because yeah. they're thinking ahead and our shitty club thinks of this moment. <laughs> um, now, this is why they win and we don't. And yeah. sure, yes, the, the, their, that club, the Green Bay Packers think yeah. way ahead, way ahead. They know they have Rodgers locked up for a little bit. Right, and you know they can always re-sign him. He's not going to go anywhere. They'll give him money, right. but they have a backup they can build. And and it's not like they have so many losing seasons. Now, have they built a team around him? Not much. Mm-hmm. They haven't done too too much. They should do more. But right. that's Green Bay. They'll figure it out, and they're always winning the division, so it doesn't really matter. But but now you you. Uh... You really put it in, in perspective. Like, is it going to be, you know, if let's say Aaron Rodgers doesn't get off to a hot start, is it people going to be start calling for uh, his head, or they want to see uh, Jordan Love uh, take over? But we'll see. It, it's just going to be an interesting storyline to watch uh, come this upcoming season. But but uh, yeah. you alluded to uh, what the Lions did in the second round. They have the third pick overall in the mm-hmm. second round, and uh, there was. Uh, a lot of top top tier talent still available on the board, uh, yes. and and the, and the Lions went uh, something that caught a little bit off uh, people off guard, which which uh, which they did. They took <laughs> yes. uh, which many people had projected as the best running back in the draft was happened to be on the board, and and they the Lions decided to take him thirty fifth overall. Running back out of Georgia, DeAndre Swift. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, the uh, uh, initial reaction there, Jim. No, it was great. Um, as much as I, I think our running back group was decent. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. If that, if you can get the best, one of the best three running backs in the draft, because there was three really good running backs still available. Mm-hmm. All yeah, of yeah. them were there available. That was crazy to watch. Mm-hmm. Watching going around town, like holy shit! There's so many good first round running backs still available. Yeah, but yeah, they got well, I think one of the best ones. I'm good with it. They picked the best player available. See, that's that's. I know I, we didn't super need it, but yeah, it made the team better. 
So well, I'm okay. I, I, obviously, it, it helps. And Jonathan Taylor was also available. Yes. Uh, Swift as well. You know, uh, th- there were at least three really good running backs yeah. um, the, available when, when the Lions picked. Now, did, did they make the right choice? I hope I hope so. We'll see in about two to three years if that was the right choice that they made. Oh, this is the Lions. This is going to be game one. Yeah, well, that's uh, you know. He'll be in there starting doing getting all the three first. I'm, I'm just I'm just saying that the Lions were jumping for joy when they drafted Job at best, you know, back in the day, you know, Never and that didn't really. Yeah, thing. yeah, he he was good when he didn't have a concussion. Yeah, he was uh, he was a stellar player. But yeah, I I love the pick, and it really compliments um, Carry On Johnson. You know, gives them yes. a, gives him a break from carrying the team. The running back, mm-hmm. I know he has a lot of injury issues uh, in the past uh, couple years, so this gives them uh, you know a, a nice thunder and lightning uh, c- combination at the running back. And just seeing some of his footage from his college days, wow! You know, a guy that that size who can move like that has a little bit of a, a resemblance of Barry Sanders in him. The way he can. He stops on a dime and makes a makes a cut and breaks it outside. Yeah, his cuts so, are um, really good. Yeah, yeah so it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, so from that, uh, that was in the second round. In third yes. round, they uh, they they, uh, they took uh, Notre Dame uh, line, uh, edge slash linebacker Julian Aquara, which is uh, which is the younger brother of Romeo. Okwara, who uh, who plays for Detroit uh, currently, uh, so we we have the uh, Okwara brothers on the same team, so that should be uh, a nice tandem. He suffered an injury um, this past season, uh, that's why he his stock dropped so much to the third round. But if he he did it, that's a second round talent that that you got in the third round. No, exactly, uh, but. Um... This is one other low for me because uh, do we need, need another linebacker? Yeah, we need a linebacker. Yeah, you do. If you, if you didn't make a mistake last year, yeah, you wouldn't have this problem. Plus, now you have uh, a rookie linebacker, a second-year linebacker, which is garbage, and an old guy as your linebacker core. Okay? <laughs> so now you just paid a whole bunch of money to. Right. So there, the, the, this is another low the, for me, but yeah, but you know, I I think because he's so versatile that Patricia can use him all over the field. He can use him on the edge and and have him rush the passer as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he'll have him cover with those three man rushes. Yeah. Well, ho- hopefully they. Okay. But okay, well, obviously he's not a fan. Jake's not a fan of uh, Julian Aquara, but uh, no, no, no. Aquara's fine. His Matt Patricia's scheme yeah, sucks. Uh, well, so I'm we'll worried see. about these Ho- players. Hopefully he has the right players this time to uh, implement oh, a, a better system. Uh, okay, if so not, he'll trade them to another team and they'll win games anyway. There you go. So uh, from that, the, the Lions did trade up uh, to get back into the third round, and and the, with the 75th pick overall. Uh, Lions select offensive guard Jonah Jackson out of Ohio State. Yeah. Uh, I, they showed this pick. They people love this pick. Obviously, losing Graham Glasgow, you uh, you, you need to refill that position. And mm-hmm. I think Jonah Jackson playing in a big program like Ohio State, uh, there's nothing but positive things to say uh, about him. Uh, all the reviews online about Jonah Jackson being selected by Lions have nothing but have been nothing but positive. I like this pick, Jake, and mm-hmm. I, I so so far with the Lions' first three picks in the draft, I I am completely impressed. I am I, I am happy so far. Well, I'll, I'm going to combine uh, that pick and the next pick after that in the fourth round because they're both uh, offensive linemen. I think those yeah. two picks were necessary. Yeah. Uh, it's just necessary. Your O line just sucked. You lost yeah. players and you needed a refresher. So, well, you know what? Might as well get best available in that position. And that's what happened. Um, yeah, no, for sure. So, the, the, you know, start off with a down. Andre, DeAndre Swift was an up, down with mm-hmm. uh, another linebacker, and then up with both of these uh, guards. So, yeah, no, I'm cool with both picks, actually, because Logan. <laughs> 
Stenberg was yeah. from out of Kentucky in the fourth round. Yeah, yeah no, big guy. He, um, okay he, with it. He, he comes, uh, he has a very nasty attitude, very tough, very mean kind of player. And especially if you're playing the guard, you have to be mean. You have to be willing to dominate the person in front of you to uh, succeed in this league. So, I, yeah, I like that pick. Yeah. Uh, go, going to the uh, their 166th sixth pick, uh, this one caught me a little bit off guard. Uh, obviously, they did need to revamp their wide receiver core. You know, because mm-hmm. you don't because you don't know how long Marvin Jones could be there. Obviously, you have Kenny Galladay, who's pretty much your number one uh, yeah. right now. And uh, the, with the, there was a lot of talented. It, it, I I read and I saw that the, that this draft was like the, one of the deepest it's been for wide receivers this yes. year in this draft. So there's plenty of wide receivers that they could have uh, uh, grabbed in the early rounds, but they did, but but they decided to hold back. And they decided to pick up from Wisconsin Quintez Cephas, wide receiver. And the first thing that they said about him that he was he was accused twice of sexual uh, <laughs> uh, 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 misdemeanor or I'm uh, sorry, sexual assault. But both of them has been uh, dropped. He was actually kicked off the team, and then once that was cleared, he was uh, able to come back on the team. Uh, yeah, and, and that's outside of the football uh, yeah. realm. Yeah. Inside the football realm, yeah. what I read it was he drops the ball a lot, so that's great. For, yeah, well, I, I don't know about drop the ball a lot, but he doesn't have breakaway speed. You know, he doesn't have you know big height on people where they can out jump him. But he's just a good football player with solid hands who knows how to hold on to a football. Which, if you ever watch the Lions in the past five, ten years. There's been a lot of problems with drops, passes, aka Eric Ebon. Yeah, well, I, like I said, I, the, the first reviews I was reading is he has the dropsies when it matters. So mm-hmm. I don't know, but that wasn't the pick that I was really mad about because yeah, I didn't like the wide receiver pick, but it's necessary, so I'm okay. At this point in the draft, we didn't even draft anything that was necessary on the defensive side. Right. But the next, the next pick after that, six yes. months later. Is where yes. I lost my shit because it was totally <laughs> unnecessary, a waste of time, uh, yeah. and I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. And we're talking yeah, about it, Jason Huntley out of New Mexico State, another another right. running back. Yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> well, Why? I, I think I think it's just because he just has that breakaway speed. I think they fell in love with the speed so much, and you know, playing at, at New Mexico State, obviously, you you know, it, it, it's a decent program. You know, there there have been. NFL players that, that came out of there. But, uh, yeah, I don't know exactly what Bob was thinking on uh, on this pick, but we'll see what happens. Obviously, it's going to add a little bit more competition to the, the running backs room. You know, that yeah. running back staff is going to be filled up, you know, because mm-hmm. you're not – you don't have – you you only have uh, carry on Johnson. You have Swift now, Bo Scarborough. Uh, Ty Johnson uh, yeah. from last year still there, and now you add uh, Jason Huntley. But you know, Jason Huntley can also let's say if he doesn't make it as a running back, you know, maybe gives competition to Jamal Agnew as a punt return or kickoff returner. You know? That's true. That he does happen. have he does have that speed where you That's know true. if you don't make the offense or defense, you can still make the team as a special as a special teams uh, specialist. You know, That's true. That's which true. is always uh, which is always important to have. So from there, they went. They finally addressed the, the defensive side of the ball, Jake. I know you've been waiting to see that. Yeah, Going with the with the one hundred the ninety seventh pick, the defensive tackle John Piscini, out mm-hmm. of Utah. Yep. And the thing on him, he's not a fast guy. He doesn't really move quick off the ball, but he's a space eater, and he's mm-hmm. really good at stuffing the run, which right. is uh, which is always important to have. Obviously, with no Ashawn Robinson. And no snacks, Harrison anymore. That defensive tackle spot has become pretty vital for the Lions to fill. Exactly. And now they added to that to another Ohio State player to make it a third Ohio State player, mm-hmm. which I'm not mad about. Uh, mm-hmm. Jashawn Cornell, yes. defensive end. So, and I wasn't mad about that. Like, why not? Yeah. It's so, you know, they're late rounds, latest round, round seven, might as well. Just pick up the best guy available uh, for positions of need. 
and you finally addressed it. But we'll see on the field. We'll see when it actually uh, happens and see what these guys look like. And yeah. it should be a good fit. It should be definitely a good fit. So you, if you look at the total draft, you had three guys out of Ohio State, mm-hmm. one guy out of Georgia, and one out of Notre Dame, Kentucky, and Wisconsin. So all big, 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 big uh, college teams that have mm-hmm. been in, you know, best in their divisions at some point. Right. Absolutely. Even Utah's you know, the, really good. So yeah, Utah is, is nothing to, uh, to to smirk about, right there. Yeah, obviously, you know, and, it, and that tells something that they, you know, they put so much stock into these programs that they come out of the Ohio States, the Kentuckys, you know, where they know that if you play there, it, it, they already have kind of set you up for. What what the NFL is like? They run an NFL style type of program at those colleges. So absolutely. Uh, so so Jake, I want to give. Uh, so I want to ask you uh, to give the Detroit Lions 2020 NFL Draft class a grade letter uh, uh, up to D. You can't give them an F, but uh, you can oh. give them an A, B, C, or D. What what do you give? Uh, them? Yeah. I'm going to give them what I gave you online uh, uh, earlier this week. It was a B minus. B minus because uh, there was a whole bunch of things that could have been avoided. Um, mm-hmm. And we, we talked about the Jason Huntley pick. could have been avoided. We could have gotten um, uh, defensive tackle, defensive end, bolstered that defense up. You need to. I don't think a linebacker helps them. Some those, so those two things kind of lower the grade. Uh, obviously, I'm not happy about the Jeff Okuda, but whatever. Uh, DeAndre Swift and your all your guards are great. The wide receiver I can live with, and obviously the last two picks are awesome. So yeah, that's the my B minus. You? Uh, you know what? I, I'm kind of in the same ballpark with you, but I'll give them a B plus because because they really address the needs that 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 they had to, and plus adding a little bit more talent on the offensive side of the ball. You know, helping out Matthew Stafford uh, t- to uh, take the next step. Obviously, with the with this, it, it looks great on paper. We'll see what yes. happens in the next two to three years if all these uh, draft picks, you know, s- stay with the team or, and actually do pan out. Uh, but yeah, uh, so I, I get I give it a B plus. Uh, they also signed seven undrafted free agents after the draft was done. Uh, Hunter Bryant out of uh, tight end out of Washington. You know how much we love our tight ends, uh, uh-huh. which uh, which he was like one of the highest rated tight ends in the in the draft. So that great. It, it, put 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 any stock into that that you want. Uh, Hunter Bryant uh, tight end Washington. Uh, Jeremiah Dinson safety out of Auburn. Jalen okay. Elliott. Yeah, Jalen Elliott, safety out of Notre Dame. Bobby Price, safety out of Norfolk State. Luke Sellers, fullback out of South Dakota State. Uh, State. Uh, Arian Sippos, punter out of Auburn. So there you go. You need a punter. There we go. There you go. Done. I know Jake thought that the Lions were going to spend one of their draft picks on a punter. I'm like, I, I, I was so not going to be surprised at all. Yeah, I don't think so. And Steven Bertrell. Uh, long snapper out of Iowa State. Ah, uh, so love those long snappers. Yay! You know the the mule's not going to be there forever. So no, that's you, true. You got you to gotta find a replacement for him eventually. <laughs> uh, so there. So those are your undrafted free agents. Uh, but after the draft is all said and done, I saw a Twitter account where they ranked who has the most cap space. Um, uh, after the NFL draft, and the Lions Ooh, have like the third this. most have the third most cap space, I believe at twenty seven or twenty eight million dollars. Uh, so they have the third most. So it's not unheard of where they can go out and sign someone uh, mm-hmm. after the draft. You know, help that defensive side of the ball. There's uh, there's been a lot of talk uh, on Twitter. There's uh, where they said that the former Giants. Edge defender Marcus Golden would uh, could be uh, in play for the Lions, and he would like twenty million a year. Yeah, and and, I, and I he would uh, he would definitely uh, give the pass rush an upgrade. 
for Detroit. If so, that's that's just a name to keep in mind when it comes to that. Yeah, no, we'll see what happens. You have so much time to go. Uh, I'm sure. Yeah. Change time especially the, uh, especially starts. with uh, training facilities not being open. Yeah. Uh, due to COVID. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of like virtual workouts and walkthroughs. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see how these new players interact virtually with the, with their new coaches and teammates. However, they decide to do this. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting for sure. So there you go. There's our wrap up of uh, the draft. Absolutely. Uh, so from that, uh, we can finally say that Jake has uh, Jake has seen the first two episodes of The Last Dance, the documentary about the Chicago Bulls. He's just now he's just two more episodes behind until being caught up. So you have until Sunday, Jake, to uh, watch those two remaining episodes before uh, Sunday's episode five and six. Yep, uh, definitely gonna watch them tonight. There for you sure go. Tonight. Uh, just yes. have to get through Trolls World Tour. Uh, oh, oh yes. Oh. Uh, yeah. So uh, once that happens, you, 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 you know what? I, I heard something about that, that. That 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 was like the first movie to make like a oh, about a hundred million dollars uh, through like on demand services. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's uh, that's crazy. I, I didn't know it was. I didn't know it was that good. I I don't know either. I'll, I'll find out. I guess. <laughs> so there you go. Today. There you go. Uh, so yeah, so well, this is great. So tell me your uh, thoughts on the first two episodes of The Last Dance, there, uh, Jake. No, it was good because I remember watching uh, uh, a lot of the, some of those games. Like I remember watching Jordan uh, play. But, um, obviously, I wasn't a Pistons fan when I was younger because I didn't live around here. So I was a huge Jordan fan, and I remember all those seasons and. When they go back and forth, I know they go back in the history when Jordan started and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, college years, and I do have a Notre Dame uh, uh, Tar Heels Jordan jersey. That's for sure. I do have one. Nice. Um, nice. But uh, I remember, uh, like, when they go back to actual that's games from that season. I remember watching them because I was a huge Jordan fan, and uh, I actually got to watch him play on TV. So that I, that's that. that kind of resonates with me watching uh, this documentary and I can't wait to watch more because eventually um, what I watched before goes with what I watched uh, after when I became a Pistons fan because I have to go back and watch all those games. It's kind of kind of combined two uh, different uh, basketball mentalities that I had into one. So I'm excited mm-hmm. for the next couple episodes. Oh, it's good. It's, it's really well done. It's funny how they're like, oh yeah, we actually taped this whole last season. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, your camera's up. That's cool. Yeah, which is great is the access, like inside the locker room, like during games or at halftime, you know, and just see how how it really is inside of a a pro basketball team, you know, Mm -hmm. during an actual NBA game. it, It gives great insight. And obviously, you know, how they interviewed former presidents, uh, Barack Obama, and they just labeled him former Chicago resident. Resident, you know? yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it was like, yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, at one point he was. It's not, not false. That's just true. That's true. Uh, so, yeah, no, it's great. And if you liked episodes one and two, you're going to love episodes three and four, obviously, because where they dive into the, the Dennis Rodman situation and then their their struggles against uh the bad boys uh detroit pistons uh back in the late 80s early 90s uh so the whole michael jordan isaiah thomas thing it really comes to uh comes to blows so it 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 it, it definitely was definitely one of my favorite episodes obviously the series is not over yet obviously they're going to talk more and episodes five and six this Sunday. So if you have watched uh, the Last Dance documentary, let us know what do you think about it. Do you think it's it's going to be like one of the great sports documentaries of all time? You know, it's going to be uh, interesting to see what uh, what people think of no. uh, of this. Well, it's, it's it's Michael Jordan, right? It's it's, it's the yeah, most but, but 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 there's still at. people that believe that you know. Michael Jordan is like, yeah, you could say that he is the greatest of all time. Or if you were like a, a, um, 
Magic fan growing up or a Larry Bird fan, you know, maybe you think Larry Bird was the greatest of all time, you know? Right, right. No, exactly, because, see, I grew up outside of this uh, Detroit area um, Uh for a part of my life, so I I was a huge uh, Jordan fan. The only Mm -hmm. team I liked from down here was uh, the Red Wings for some reason. And then I moved over. Yeah, I don't know. Hockey team, Jake? Yeah, I know, right? And then uh, when I moved down here, I was like, yeah, yeah, Jordan's still number one, but, like, I'm here, so I think it's mid-90s. That's why I became yeah. all, all Detroit fan. So combining that, I can't wait to rewatch some of that and uh, see it. And then obviously Jordan's Jordan, and you, you get into his mind a little bit on how he thinks and yeah. what his um, goal was when he got in, just to be the best and nothing else. You know what I mean? So absolutely, yeah. No, it's it, it's great, and also like hearing from his teammates like Scottie Pippen and. Bill Jackson and all those and all those guys that were key contributors of that amazing run in the '90s, yeah, without a doubt. Uh, so yeah, so that's something to look forward to. Uh, so what do we want to do now, Jake? Do we want to do movie? Do we want to do a sure music? A movie, oh, movie. Let's hit the movie part because uh, we have a trailer review today mm-hmm. um, for a movie. It's a Netflix movie. You sent yeah. it over to me earlier today. Yeah. And I have a story that is going to follow uh, this movie because it kind of makes sense. But uh, the name of the movie is The Wrong Missy. The Wrong Missy. Yeah, because uh, you sent it to me. I'm like, I don't know if it's going to be this is going to be uh, anything or just another crappy comedy for Netflix. <laughs> but the trailer is so long that you kind of see most of the movie. Yeah, the 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 trailer. Uh, if you don't know. It's a uh, it's a straight to Netflix movie, uh, which is in these times is pretty understandable. You know, thank God for Netflix that having uh, original content still pumping out uh, for them. Uh, it is uh, well, it's supposed to come out May thirteenth of this year. Has uh, uh, featuring uh, David Spade. Uh, it, it's one of those. Uh, Adam Sandler produced movies, so you're going to see a lot of the same guys that's been in every Adam Sandler movie, you know, for the past 10 years in it. David Spade, um, uh, Nick Swartzen's in it, Rob Schneider. Pretty, pretty yeah. much... Oh, this is all his guys, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but pretty much, uh, uh, if you've seen, like, uh, Grown Ups or, all, or any of those kinds of movies, these guys have been in it. Uh, so basically, the premise of the movie David uh, David Spade is the main guy. Uh, basically, disaster strikes when a man invites his dream girl uh, to an island resort, but a previous but a previous blind date shows up instead. So he accidentally texts the wrong girl to to come on this Hawaiian tropical vacation for uh, with him as a second date. He was expecting. This uh, this good-looking, gorgeous girl played by Molly Sims to show up, but ends up with this bad blind date that he had, played by Lauren Lapkus, and she comes in and just pretty much makes everything uh, just a mess. Uh, <laughs> she, she, she's there. She thinks she's there for the right reasons, but uh, it didn't doesn't quite go good for uh, Mr. David Spade uh, character. So you know what. I kind of like it. It's, it's one of those silly, goofy movies that, you know, you just throw it on. And for an hour and a half, you got like, I'm sure there's, there's going to be some cheap laughs and uh, a couple of chuckles. Obviously, a lot of physical comedy uh, when it comes to those kinds of movies. Uh, yeah, I, I saw the trailer, Jake, and I give it a solid three out of five. Yeah, well, I watched the whole trailer. And since it gave away most of the movie, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give it uh, two and a half out of five. Which doesn't mean I won't watch it. I will watch it because it looks yeah. kind of funny. Yeah. Um, it's like stupid funny, but I'll definitely watch it, especially if it's on Netflix. I gotta watch something. And yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's two and a half out of five. Yeah, it's it's just it is what it is. It's just something to watch while you're sitting yeah. there not doing anything on the way. Exactly. So you know, if there's something just to throw on, uh, just to get your mind off things. Yeah. It, it, it's not bad. So that comes out May 13th. Um, this past week, I, 
I happened to, to come across a movie that, that came out, I want to say last year, or at sometime last year, directed by Ang Lee, uh, Gemini mm-hmm. Man. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you got a chance to see it there, Jake. I don't remember. Mm. So Maybe I've seen it. Yeah, so basically the premise of it is old Will Smith is a is a oh, yes. assassin, and he 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 has to he has to defeat his clone that is a younger Will Smith. And I'm I'm not talking about Fresh Prince of Bel Air younger. I'm talking about like <laughs> I'm talking about like younger. Like he looks like he's 15 year old Will Smith. That's how that's how young this is. And and kudos to Ang Lee. He directed this movie. The the, the the manipulation of the face making Will Smith such looks amazing younger. The technology went into it was was great. They could have used him on uh, on um, the Irishman. How, oh. how no seriously, Jake? If you saw like how well it looked, how you know making him look like he just came off the set of uh, of uh, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, you would be impressed. So if if you're if you're looking for a throwback. Uh, movie to watch good action movie actually the story was not that bad it moved pretty quickly uh, uh gemini man was was definitely uh tops right there uh it got 5.7 out of 10 on, yeah uh, obviously it wasn't for everything but you know especially but but like i i didn't know it was directed by ang lee and obviously yeah. for, for someone that i think what was his big claim to fame they did um life of pi that was his uh that was his big Oscar uh, yes. contender. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he won uh, best uh, best director, but you know, it was he did that one. He also did Brokeback Mountain, I believe. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so pretty pr- pretty solid director. So if you just go, I'm just talking about the story was okay, but like looking for the looking at the technology in the movie. That was pretty amazing. So that's Sweet. something that I would recommend. Well, I'll check it out. Uh, yeah. I didn't see it because I had shitty reviews. But <laughs> speaking of shitty reviews, I just watched The Way Back with Ben Affleck that we reviewed the trailer yes. for a few yeah. weeks ago. Man, that, that, I liked it. I know it got really bad reviews. Yeah. But it, it, it was it was better than I thought it was going to be. I actually nice. liked it. Yeah, no, it, it was yeah. it was good, you know. It's been Affleck cursing at people. It was awesome. <laughs> While a priest was on his coaching staff. Yeah, yeah I know, right? Yeah. But no, that was good. But now that we're talking kind of movies and staying at home, there's a um, story out that AMC Cinemas in the U.S. is... Yeah, uh, I saw this. Yeah. yeah beefing with um, the production company that did the, the Trolls, for example. Yeah, uh, because they're releasing movies uh, on on demand, right? And home video instead of um, through the theaters. That's what they're planning to keep doing. Right. Do them at the same time. Hits the theater and hit on demand. Well, that's gonna hit uh, all the profits for the movie theater, obviously. Because if I can stay home and watch the same thing for the same price or cheaper without spending money on popcorn, then that's what I'm gonna do. You know what I mean? Right. So they're, they're no, having a huge issue with that. Uh, for where aren't going to go and watch any movies at the movie theater for that experience and buy anything, and that's where they leave their most of their money. It's all the uh, all the food they sell. So that, that was an interesting story, and look how how this uh, what we're in right now is kind of pushing for that. You know what I mean? Like we're mm-hmm. all home, you have to entertain yourself, and are you going to change that and go to the movie theater anytime soon? Exactly. And, and and you talked about obviously it's going to be an adjustment. When uh, the movie theaters do decide to reopen, it's going to be uh, a, a new experience how people go and mm-hmm. watch a movie in a movie theater. And uh, I'm sorry, AMC, it's not just like that for you. It's for everyone who owns a movie theater. I know. It's, I know. Like Cineplex is going to be completely different once uh, once they reopened. Uh, but but yeah. So AMC and Universal are in this little spat. So. This is how much they're going to lose if they if if they decide not to do this. Uh, so these are the upcoming Universal movies that AMC would not show if they continue to do this. So they're not going to show the Forever Purge. I, I guess that they're making another Purge movie. Uh, I'm not uh, sad about that. Watch no, uh, Candyman. They're not going to show that. Oh yeah. Uh, praise praise this. 
Bios, ha- Halloween Kills, No Time, to, No Time to Die, the new James Bond movie, which yeah. is that'd be bad for them. Uh, yeah. The Croods Two. I guess I got to watch The Croods One. I don't know. I think that's uh, an animated movie. It is. I, I it, it. Is it? Okay, yeah. I'll take your word for it. Uh, and and News of the World. So oh, okay. those are just some of those movies that are that AMC decided not to. Uh, AMC theaters decide not to show because of this uh, feud with uh, Universal. So we'll see who ends up winning this. Uh... Well, it won't be the movie theater because um, no. distribution. If they can go direct to video, the direct to home on demand, then yeah, you know what? But, that's what most people are going to do anyway. You got to go but, where the money is, and that's what they're going to do. Yeah, but wouldn't that be absolutely something? Let's say if Netflix. Uh, decides to be the premiere of the new James Bond movie. That would oh, be absolutely God. crazy. It's already almost broken. They'll break it. Yeah. It. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, you know, there's we are definitely living in interesting times when it comes to, you know, you hear of a big blockbuster movie coming out in a theater, you know, you get your ticket, you're all excited to go. Now with all this, you just have to it, 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 it's going to be convenient for the average moviegoer, you know. Sit back, relax in your in your sweats, and and, and grab a and grab a beverage, and uh, just watch the a, a new release movie right there in your home, right? Oh hell yeah, hell yeah! yeah. I'm, I know I'm Jake's all for that. Yeah. Oh god, yes. You have no idea. I'd rather yes. sit here and watch it in my own uh, environment than go out and be coughed on in the public. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, okay. So let's get into our music review. Yes. So our music for today is a band called Hedwig. A group, I would rather say. Now, uh, this is a different group than any others because this group, and this is from their page, and this this is how they write it, and it's put better into words than I could do it. Using retro synths and modern tools, Headfake's trio of semi-anonymous uh, veteran artists and producers are bringing up unique sounds and energy of transformational 80s music to the ears of both the new generation and their nostalgic parents. Recorded in studios in LA, uh, in London, New Jersey, LA, and Miami, Headfake seamlessly blends the cross-pond and cross-continental radio influences of their youth into have been hits back then collection of music so basically these guys are their style of music is something um that for us would be the 80s uh, type of music and they make it modern so for today's music i had lost to choose from for these guys because their new album ep2 just came out um so Headfake's EP2 album just came out, and it's on uh, YouTube and Spotify, so you can check that out. And obviously, it was going to be on our Spotify list. And the song we're going to play today is called, let me get to it right here. The song we're playing today is called I'm Found. And there's a music video for I'm Found uh, on YouTube, so you guys can check that out. It's a pretty cool track. So here is Headfake. I'm found on the A to G podcast. Oh. 
So that was Head Fake. I'm found on the ADG podcast. If you guys like that track, check them out. Uh, we're going to add them to our Spotify list of artists that we play. Uh, check them out on YouTube. Tell them ADG uh, sent you. So there you go. Head Fake. Something different. There you go. All right. Uh, that, I, I just saw this uh, story come across. Uh, I think it's a, it, it's a good that, that they're doing. The Canadian Snowbirds, uh, uh, the, the the fighter planes are going to be they're going to be boosting morale amid COVID nineteen with a cross country uh, flyover tour. Mm-hmm. So, so we stick out our ha- heads out of our houses and look up. Well, well, you'll hear them. You'll, I'm sure you'll hear them come. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if they'll go exactly all the way down to uh, the Windsor Essex area, but you know. Uh, they, I, I don't know. It depends on the, on the route. So if you hear a loud uh, flyover, that's the reason why. No, that's interesting. Since we can't yeah. go to parks and anything to uh, socialize, it's exactly. Kind of then outside exactly. and look up in the sky when they might not even do. <laughs> it's okay. Whatever. Boost more out for the uh, in the yes. path, I guess. Exactly. Cool. So uh, yes. So Jake, I I believe it's time for a top five. Top five. All right. Yeah. You got on top five today. All right. So I was doing some thinking. And then I figured, oh, oh, come on. I know it's always good that when I think. I was doing some thinking. And then we're living in the historic times. And a lot of people have birthdays during these uh, historic times. And for for those of you who who have a birthday, from middle of March to, to, to right now, you probably celebrated your birthday in a different way than you, than you would normally do. Uh, so I decided to put down a list of the top five ways to celebrate a quarantine birthday. Oh, shit. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's do it. So uh, the, the number five, I think it's 
the most common one is do a birthday drive by. And basically you, you, you have all your family and friends meet up somewhere and, uh, drive by the person's house who is, who's celebrating, uh, his or her, his or her birthday. And mm-hmm. then, you know, you, you, uh, you honk, you know, you wave, you know, you can give them presents as you're driving by. Throw at them as a drive-by. You, you, yeah, drive-by a, a gift drop-off. Gift drop-off. Yeah, you could do that. Good. Yeah. No, we actually did one of those earlier uh, mm-hmm. this month, yeah. Yeah, see, there you go. I, I, I participated in a couple so far. Uh, so, yeah, they would have, like, balloons and streamers and all that stuff uh, do that. So that's number five. Uh, number four, having a Zoom birthday party. Ooh, yes, Zoom uh, is uh, is is the wave of the future <laughs> these it, days. It so everyone from like if if you if you use uh, Zoom for work or just uh, interact with friends these days, uh, Zoom is uh, is a great way to get all your family and friends in one location wherever you are. And they can sing "Happy Birthday" to you, and all that. Um, That's not bad because, but then again, if you're in a business like things like me and you, we're always <laughs> skyping, zooming, and doing all that stuff online. Do you want to go back to my computer and sit and talk to people again? <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's an option, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, but it also gives you an easy way out. Let's say if you don't really, if you don't. Oh yeah, uh, my, my internet is scratchy. My internet exactly. is scratchy. You just blame. That's a quick getaway right there. Uh, so a- another thing is uh, where you can get involved with uh, local companies and then you can d- drop off some nice local craft beer for that person that's celebrating his, there we uh, his or her now birthday. There's a lot now of, uh, you know, Walkville Brewer- Brewery does it, Craft Heads. They have the, the, these brew to you services that they, that they do where they can come by and drop off, you know, a variety pack. So that's always a great way to celebrate someone's birthday with beer and, you know, and for... to, to add to that darren to add yes. to that, Darren, uh, if yes. anybody wants to drop off any beer for me email <laughs> us at energypodcast.com <laughs> and if you want to come out to harrow and drop anything off i'll be yes. gladly more than happy to pay for that yes so any breweries are interested it will promo you guys just yes. email me and i'll give you my address yes uh coming at uh, number two is if you if you want to tell the whole neighborhood that it's your birthday grab uh see if you can rent one of those wacky wave waving inflate inflate inflatable uh, inflatable arm flailing tube men on your front lawn and you can put a big sign that it's your birthday so people can drive by honk their horn at you know it's it's kind of like a reverse parade where you where the parade comes to you i guess mm. you could do something like that uh, a, a friend of mine's uh, daughter had uh celebrated her seventh birthday and uh they had a, one of those big uh inflatable uh apparatuses uh in, in, right in the front lawn and people are just coming by hawking their horns and all that stuff so that was great to see especially for little kids that so you want to do something special for them right yep Exactly. So there you go. And probably the number one is there's a lot of bakeries now that are doing um, quarantine uh, style birthday cakes. And there was one that I saw where it was it was a, it wasn't a big cake, but, you know, it was a good size cake uh, that had, you know, where it was nicely decorated on top of it said, sorry about your quarantine birthday. And there was like a picture of Lysol. Uh, face mask and pretty much everything that's all quarantine related for those for those uh, celebrating uh, their birthday. So birthday theme cakes. Uh, I'm sorry, quarantine theme birthday cakes would be number one. You know, that's hilarious. so that's instead hilarious. of being you know depressed that you know you can't go out and celebrate you know your birthday how you normally celebrate it, you know, try to embrace it with uh, have a quarantine birthday party on zoom and drink a quarantine alcoholic beverage i don't know there you go no, that's hey. a party in one right there that's <laughs> alcohol <laughs> and cake how can you go wrong with that i i was gonna say that that sounds like a perfect birthday yeah party i'm like wow well, that's bad. something jake would do he doesn't have to interact with anyone you know nope. he can do it from his home he can have his own beer you know 
I know. It's like all that's positives. A, it's all the positive stuff. It's going to continue when this is over. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Everyone's back to normal. Jake is still trying to get his friends on Zoom. I'm yeah. still quarantining. Talk to me on <laughs> Zoom. You never know. It could come back. Yeah. That's right. Oh, that's there good. Go. That's good. That's There's good your top five. five. Yeah. I'm thirsty and I'm hungry. But there, there is there is a new segment that you got for us today. Yes. So yes. Up with the old and with the new. That's right. We'll do something new. So I decided to do a fun fact of the day for for you, Jake. It's always uh, it's it's always fun to see to to get your reactions to these fun facts that you didn't really know about, but but uh, this is what it is. So random f- fun fact of the day. And you can decide if this is fun or not. Uh, the wind is silent until it blows against something. So there you go. That makes sense. Yes. That does make sense. It does make sense. See, a lot of these things you think would be common knowledge, but a lot of people don't know this stuff. So there you go. That's true. So, so there you go. The wind is silent until it blows against something. So. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So. But, but, but for the facts, one fact of the day. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You're, you're yeah. allowed, we're shutting off light. <laughs> well, you know, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how. Ease the people, people in. Ease if, them if, in. If people like the fun facts, I'll do more of them. Yeah, but we'll, we'll ease everybody in. I don't know if we can handle more for that. Yeah. Well, good. in case in case some of our episodes go long and we still got to do segments, you know, this is a quick little segment to move on to the next thing. That was good. That was good. Yeah. No. There you go. Okay. So go ahead, Jake. I believe you. you uh, I don't know if you have a garbage person of the week or you have oh, something. That you, you I, have I have a rant that I've been saving for a little bit. Oh now, yes. It's not nothing major, nothing crazy. I'm gonna yell. Uh, okay. At you. Okay. But, gotta um, yell at people. You, you drive in the county. Okay. <laughs> you know, there's bike lanes now. I don't know if you've been in the county lately, Darren, because I know you're always stuck in uh, that cesspool of Windsor. But uh, I don't know if you come to the county. I know Windsor has some bike lanes that you have on the road that are marked, and uh, we have them out in the county too. Now people also walk these bike lanes. They don't always yeah. bike on them; they walk them. Yeah. Now to give you an idea and perspective on how wide these bike lanes are, they're about six feet wide on each side of the road. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty wide. Um, and when I'm driving by people and I have nobody around me, I. I don't have to, but I sometimes give them a little extra space right? and whatever. But there's oncoming cars. No, I just keep going. This is why you have your own lane. I don't have to go around you anymore. You're not walking in the middle of the road. So not too long ago, I'm driving down one of these county roads, has a bike lane, and there's a couple walking um, the opposite direction. I'm driving, so I'm driving in my lane, and I have an oncoming car. So I don't move out of the – I don't give them extra space. I don't need to. I have an oncoming car. I don't need an accident. So the lady starts, you know, being a bitchy about it as I'm driving by, that I should probably give her some extra space. Now, listen, if you can't walk in a straight line for 0.2 seconds where you have six feet of width in, a, in your own lane, then you have a problem and you can't obviously be allowed in public. You know, there's, there's enough room for you to walk. There's right. enough room for people to bike, right? I don't have to go around them anymore. This is why these lanes were made. Don't give me shit. Don't give me attitude. I'm driving by to give you even more space. I, if, even if you fell over and somebody pushed you, you would still not be in my way. I would still not hit you. So mm-hmm. for people to get mad that you're driving by and uh, you're not giving them extra space, well, I'm sorry, are you 13 feet wide? Uh, you <laughs> consider yourself a truck. And maybe you have other problems. So this is why they, the city puts lots of money into bike paths and using those walkways so cars don't have to make special maneuvers to get around. This is why it's dedicated now. So we avoid mm-hmm. problems. But don't give me shit. But no, that, that pissed me off on a nice um, uh, sun, sunny morning one day. I was like, I don't, I, don't need to give me that. I'm just having a nice drive. Don't give me That's shit right. for driving. Well, that was some light. I think I'd be nice today. Oh, that's good. We, we we like to see when Jake is nice and calm and not, you know, breathing fire and in, in, in all of his rage. This is what happens when I don't have to leave the house too much. I don't have to interact <laughs> with stupid. Exactly. I, also, I bet you relax for stories, but 
yeah i know right it, it, exactly it lacks for story but like i'm sure it's like that everyone has their own quarantine uh, uh interacting in the public t- uh, style of story uh mm-hmm. that they have like it, if it's as simple as like going to walmart or going to superstore or going to the lcbo for 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 booze you know like it's it's a new normal right now uh when it comes to that and i know last time i went to the lcbo i had to wait outside like near uh, i was almost at at uh howard the, the uh, like by the bus stop that's how far uh, the line stretched out, so ev- yeah. everyone's no, doing every everyone has to do their part. Like w- w- when you walk in there, yeah, even if you have gloves on and a mask, you still have to sanitize your gloves, even though you're wearing gloves. But I could see why, you know. No, oh, yeah, you do, you do. And now, yeah. like I, yesterday, I was out for uh, the first time in about a week and a half. Yeah, my biweekly groceries, you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Uh, yeah, everybody's still doing their, their part, so that that's a good thing. But now that the studio is finished here, I don't want to leave and go anywhere else uh, right. because I'm I'm enjoying quarters and broadcasting and uh, not being not having to uh, interact with anybody out there. So, so <laughs> he likes he he likes this isolation and this solitude. That's what he likes. Yes, and and, and now it's even better. So I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Now he has a medical reason not to interact with anyone. Right there. That's right. There you My go. Said, no COVID-19 for me. <laughs> uh, and, and, and that's yeah. the thing. Like a, a lot of people I see like yesterday uh, uh, being out because it was such a beautiful day yesterday. Like one of the warmest days that, that, that I could remember in a, in a long time. Uh it, Every everyone was out you know, walking their dog or on their bike or just playing in the, the uh, kids playing in their front lawn you know shooting baskets you know doing uh, uh, using sidewalk chalk you know it, it, it's oh, gonna be fun. yeah it's fun it's just like it's kind of a bummer that like the weather's getting better and you know summer is right around the corner you know and and for those get get togethers get get togethers like having like barbecues or whatever, especially with the, uh, the big May two, four weekend coming, coming up. It's going to be interesting to see how everyone handles that. Are they going to obey what, uh, you know, the, the premier is saying and, you know, not have big groups to, uh, to, to uh, converse in, or are they going to ignore it? We'll, we'll find out. It's coming, and it's coming soon, and the rules are changing every day, but we'll find that out. Exactly. Um, out of the international, before we finish off, on the international news stage, uh, mm-hmm. we're still not sure if North Korea's leader, Kim Jong-un, is dead or not. So that's uh, yeah. still up in the air. Uh, so that's going to be an interesting story, what happens internationally uh, once we do find out what's going on. <laughs> it's going to be a big story by the time we come back. Well... Well, 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 good luck trying to get anything out of North Korea. Right. Didn't even have lights, so I don't know. But yeah, I forget to throw that in there and uh, <laughs> let everybody know. But if you guys want to find us and find anything about the ADG podcast, uh, it's ADG pod- at ADG podcast everywhere. You guys are on your social media. Uh, uh, stream anywhere uh, you find podcasts. The ADG podcast is everywhere. All streaming platforms. Mm-hmm that you guys want uh check out spotify is what we prefer to use right now because it's convenient but we're also on uh apple podcasts google uh, music and google podcasts everywhere else and all you bunch of spot um podcast catchers whatever you guys use and uh obviously facebook group check us out there once in a while we'll do a live show for whatever reason and it's lots of fun everybody joins us uh keep an eye out before this season ends maybe there'll be a giveaway Something like that. And yeah, check out our Spotify list. And uh, yeah, we'll be uh, keeping everybody up to date what's going on and as everything develops. Jake, I meant to to say this during our sports little uh, recap, but Uh uh, I I, I, I know you're a big WWE fan, right? Sure, sure. So you've heard of their money in the bank uh, matches that they have, right? 
Yes, and and the concept for this year is pretty cool. Yes, it's exactly. So, you know, one of the good things about this whole COVID thing is that it's giving, you know, WWE, you know, a chance to try new things, especially not having an audience (laughs) and all that. So this is exactly what they're doing. So they're actually fighting in the corporate headquarters of WWE, like starting in the main lobby and making their way all, all the way up to the rooftop. Hence the corporate ladder. Corporate ladder, <laughs> where there's a ring on top of the <laughs> ring on top of the roof of the building with the ladder, and then the the the, the money in the bank contract. There, I, I think it's a That's fantastic awesome. idea. I think this could be great. I don't know how much damage they're going to do to the building, but you know they have. Uh, they're gonna fight, uh, are they going to fight in the elevator or in the, in the oh, stairwell yeah. oh, or both? Pro- maybe both. It depends. You know, it depends on how big those elevators are. Uh, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's going to be interesting. I believe that's May tenth is when they have their when they have that event. Uh, so that's going to be uh, something interesting to see. That should be fun. Yeah, that should be fun. Yeah, exactly. For sure. All right, sir. Well, this has been a fun podcast. Uh, like Jake said, mm-hmm. you know, check out the the, mu- the music artists that we had on here. Uh, you you could you could find uh, the artist's information. We'll post it uh, everywhere when we post this podcast. Check out uh, check out the trailer of the wrong. Uh, uh, um, I'm sorry. What, what was the name of the movie that we reviewed? The, the wrong Missy. The wrong Missy. Check out the trailer of the wrong Missy. That's gonna be on Netflix, May 13th. And uh, yeah, and uh, hopefully your your NFL team did everything that you needed them to do in the draft, and uh, we'll go from there. There you go. So for Darren, I'm Jacob, and we are ADG.